welcome to you all. Welcome to Christchurch here this morning. I hope you are well. My name's Sai. I'm the pastor here. And it is my privilege, in a way, to lead us through this difficult time of mourning as a church as we mourn the loss of uh, John Tennant and, and Len Hurden, both who died Wednesday night, early Thursday morning. Len's death, which, whilst it's still uh, tragic, was obviously uh, more expected by many of us. Len himself actually had prayed the, the night before he died, Lord, please take me in my sleep. And it would appear that the Lord heard his prayer because he took him that night. John's death, however, was not expected. And he leaves behind Sue, his wife, and, uh, and nine children. For both John and Len, I think it's important for us to realize and to recognize as a church that they are with the Lord now. They're rejoicing in paradise with their God and Savior. They're awaiting their wonderful resurrection bodies that they will get when the Lord Jesus returns. Luke 23, verse 43 and 1 Corinthians 15 make clear to us. The Apostle Paul is clear as well that for them, for them, it is better by far that they have gone to be with him. That's the certain hope that we have as, as Christians that Jesus brings, that through his perfect life, through his sacrificial death on the cross, where he took on himself the sins of you and I and the sins of the world, and through his glorious resurrection, he defeated death. He defeated sin. Death itself, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 15, has now lost its sting over us because we know that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in him, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in Jesus shall never die, John 11 tells us. The Apostle John actually writes in his letter a little bit later, 1 John 5, he says, Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God, does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know, you may know that you have eternal life. So we know with a certain hope where John and Len are now. They're with their Lord and Saviour. But when they were here, they would want those of you in the room that don't know Jesus to know that you can have that hope too through choosing Jesus, through surrendering your life to him, asking him for forgiveness for all the things that you've done, said, and thought, because God knows all of them, that are wrong before God, so that you too can have that certain hope. In fact, the Bible makes clear that Jesus ascended on high so that he could intercede, so that he could pray for his people to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. And he's coming again in his glory with all his angels and saints. And saints just being uh, the biblical word that means set apart ones. It refers to anyone who is a Christian. And thus, 
John and Len also have that privilege now of when Jesus comes back, they will come with him in the clouds. And those of us who are alive when Christ returns will see them coming with him and with all God's people and we will inherit the wonderful age to come. That's the hope and the joy that we have as Christians. But for us now, and especially the family and the close friends of John and Len, we mourn their passing. We miss their presence here with us now. We are grieved and we feel pain at the loss and the, um, the, the different occasions that we imagined that we would have with them that we will no longer have with them. They won't happen in the way that we had imagined. So it's right that we grieve as a church. It's right that we weep. It's right that we cry. You know, Jeremiah, the prophet, who himself was, he knew much pain, he wrote after the fall of Jerusalem, where there was widespread death and suffering going around him. He wrote this in Lamentations chapter 2. He says, pour out your heart like water before the presence of the Lord. Pour out your heart like water before God's presence. And we're called to, to do that. It's not a lack of faith. Jesus himself wept, even though he knew he was going to raise Lazarus moments later. He wept at the grief and the suffering. The living God, we're told in Genesis 6-6, was grieved to his very heart at the state of the earth. He was grieved. So don't see grief or sadness as weakness or try to bypass or circumvent the, the grieving process. It will only make yourself ill physically, but also it will cause you to get bitter in heart or hard-hearted. None of them are right. None of them will do you any good. And none of them is what God wants for you either. He wants you to pour out your heart this morning to him. Cast your anxieties, your cares, your worries onto God, for he cares for you. We don't grieve as the world grieves, no. Because we have a hope that is steadfast and certain in our Lord Jesus Christ. But we still do grieve. Jesus conquered sin and death and gives life, eternal life, to all who turn to him. It's an unshakable hope that we have but when everything around us is shaking, as it is now for many of us, and the, these deaths rock you and they cause you to wobble, which is only right in this situation, the Bible tells us in Psalm 61 to cling to the rock who is higher than I, who is higher than you. God is your fortress. He's your strong tower. He's the one that you can cling to in this time. Go to God with your sadness. Go to God with your distress. Go to God with your dashed hopes and dreams, knowing that God is not distant. He's not unbothered. He's not unconcerned for you. His everlasting arms are here this morning. His Holy Spirit's presence is here 
today because he wants to comfort you. His living word is here because he wants to soothe your hurting soul this morning. Holy Spirit, would you just fall upon us? Meet with us, Lord God. We need you this morning. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are here. You want us to experience the Father's love. You want us to experience his comfort in this difficult time. Move upon us, I pray, Lord God. Lord God, thank you, Lord God, for your great love. Thank you for your everlasting arms that are stretched out towards us, Lord God. I pray we would just know your wonderful presence here this morning in our grief. We just pray this in Jesus' name. God loves you. He wants to meet with you. He wants you to experience his love and his presence in the hard times and the good. And in fact, it's often in the hard times that people experience God's presence the most when they seek to him. When troubles and tragedies come our way, we have two choices actually in our, in our heart. That's to run to God or to run away from God. And my strong encouragement to us this morning as your pastor is that we run to God and trust him. He will lead us through this life. He will lead us through this difficult times into life eternal. Let the love of God comfort you this morning. Let his love abound in your heart here as he wants you to experience it afresh, even today, because he wants you to know his love, because he loves you, but also he wants you to be able to share his love with those around us. Love should define us as Christians, because God is love. Let the love of God soften your heart. Let it shape your heart. Let it sustain your heart and let it spur you on to do great things for God and to live for him. Allow the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, to comfort you in all affliction so that you may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. But to do that, you have to first allow God to comfort you. And God is here because he wants to comfort us this morning. He wants to meet with you in the secret place of your heart and do business with you there. Holy Spirit, would you just allow our hearts to be soft before you? Lord God, meet with us. We need you, Lord God. We need you. Lord God, pour out your spirit on us, Lord God. We pray especially for the Tennant family, Lord God. We pray especially for Len's family, Lord God, and their close friends, Lord God. Be with them, we pray. Come, Holy Spirit, meet with us afresh, I pray. And one of the main ways that we run to God, one of the main ways we allow his Holy Spirit to comfort us in our distress, to meet with us and to fill us with his love. One of the main ways that we declare our trust in him is as we draw together to worship him 
You know, Job worshipped God in the tragedy of his situation. Jesus did worship God as well after the Last Supper that he had with his disciples before he went to the Mount of Olives to, uh, and knowing that he was going to the cross. I wonder if you've ever thought about how much of a decision of the will that must have been for Jesus to choose to worship God in that situation when moments later when he was on his knees it says that he was, he was, uh, his, his soul was at anxiety to the point of death and he was, his sweat was so profuse it was like great drops of blood coming off him so worried was he so to be able to worship moments before that was a real decision of his will to, do, to worship in the shadow of the cross that was to come my friends John and Len are now with their Lord. They're worshipping their God and Saviour. And we too should choose to glorify God. We too should choose to make that decision of our heart that we're going to worship God. It may even not be with audible words. It may just be a heart inclination of God, I need you, I want you. But we need to choose to declare what is true about God, joining in with the anthem of heaven, with the angels and the saints who are in glory with God at this moment. Not denying our feelings of sadness, but coming to God with our sadness, with all our emotions, bringing them to our God and Father and saying, you're worthy of it all, Lord. You are worthy of it all because from you are all things and to you are all things, and you still deserve the glory. As we worship, allow his Holy Spirit to meet with you afresh this morning, to bring out those tears. Do you know, actually, I'm, I'm a quite, emotionally, I'm not a very emotional person, but actually it's often in worship that God meets with me and it brings out uh, my, my tears. Allow that to happen, if that's you. Allow his spirit to soothe your soul. Allow his spirit to wrap his everlasting arms of love around you to quieten your troubled heart and to bring his wonderful counsel upon your mind. Even now, his Holy Spirit is here beginning to do that. And then God, as you do that, will let you know that you're not alone because Jesus has promised to be with you always to the end of the age. The Lord has said that he will never leave you or forsake you. He is here. But before I invite us to, to stand and to uh, have a shorter time of worship this morning, I just want to give anyone here or anyone watching an opportunity to surrender their life to Jesus, to have that eternal hope that they can have as they give their life to Jesus, to know the wonderful joy of salvation, to know the wonderful experience of being forgiven, of being accepted by God and of knowing his presence with you, of having that free gift of eternal life that gives us the hope for John and Len at this time. If that's you, then just pray this prayer in your heart with me this morning, because God knows what you're thinking. Just pray this prayer along with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me enough to send your Son 
to die for me on that cross. Please forgive me of all the things that I have done that offend you, that hurt others, and that even damage myself. Through the power of your Holy Spirit, help me to live the rest of my life for you. I want to be a child of God and spend my eternal days with you. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that after today's meeting, please feel free to come and grab me. I'd love to talk to you more about that. If you're watching online, please contact the office. We'd love to help you on your journey of faith. But one of the first things the Spirit does in us when we surrender our life to God, when we say, yes, God, I want to start living to please you, is he causes our heart to want to thank God, to want to praise him, to want to worship him. So I'm going to invite the band to come up now. And let's all choose to worship God because he is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of our adoration, even in the hard times and the difficult times, even amongst tragedy. And the truth is, when we choose to worship God in the hard times, that is often when it does us, personally, the greatest good, because we're recognizing God above the situation. But it's also when the Holy Spirit does his deepest work in us. So be expectant for that. Be expectant for tears and sadness and grief to come. It may, it may even not be this situation for some of you. It may be this will trigger things that have happened to you in the past that God is wanting to deal with because Jesus wants the best for you this morning. So be expectant of God to do a deep work in our lives as a church this morning. Be expectant for him to do a great work of love amongst us. Can I invite you to stand? I'm just going to pray for all of us. Lord Jesus, you are worthy of it all, Lord God. And Lord, whilst we don't even begin or pretend to understand the events of this week, Lord God, whilst we're still reeling from the events of this week, Lord God, we choose to come to you. Lord, we want your Holy Spirit here, Lord God. We want your everlasting arms of love to wrap around us. We want your Spirit to pour out comfort into our hearts this morning, Lord God, to pour out your love on us, Lord God. And as we choose to worship you, Lord God, knowing, Lord God, that you're still worthy, knowing actually that John and Lena are worshipping you now, Lord God. Lord God, we, we pray, Lord God, would you meet with us in our sadness? Lord, would you meet with us in our grief? Lord Jesus, would you help us in this situation? Lord God, come, Holy Spirit, Lord God. Have your way amongst us. Lord, we're your people, we're your sheep. Lord God, and we need you, Heavenly Father, this morning. Come and meet with us, I pray. Come and have your way. In Jesus' name, amen.